why is it taking the crew five hours to clean it up? How much five? shit are we talking about? Yes, and like, did this person like run all over the plane? Like, like was there extreme turbulence? And no. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the savage podcast. Hey, guys. <laughs> How's it going, Rose? I- I'm good. How are you? That is good. That is an angel. You're, I'm a bit tired because I worked out. Mm. Some of us didn't, so... Well, I didn't, I didn't work out because some of us worked out the entire weekend. Okay? Some of us didn't. I also worked out the entire weekend. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> guys, welcome back to our show. Yes. So uh, should we just jump in? Like, Well, wait. well, no. Before we jump in, guys, obviously we have to do our usual plug mm. for Patreon. Mm. Guys, if you're not already, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the Savage Podcast. Um, you get access to episodes a week before everyone else. Everything is on there ad free. And also we do an exclusive monthly episode, uh, which you'll get access to that, as well as the archive of all the exclusive. Good job, Daniel. Content. God damn. Yeah, and it started as low as $3 a month. Yes, it's very cheap. So join mm. us. <laughs> patreon.com slash the Savage Podcast. Yeah. All anyway, right. Well, do we so, do we have any like life updates or anything, I, uh, anything going on in our lives? Literally would... nothing. You? <laughs> well, let's see. I have. Oh, I do have a friend coming to stay. Very nice. From the UK. So one of my friends is coming down and I'm going to show her the beautiful things <laughs> that Calgary has to offer. We're going to try to go to Lake Louise and Bamp if it's not mm, too busy. Oh my God. Good luck with that. I know. It sucks now, guys, because if you want to do any of these things, you have to leave at like literally four or five in the morning just yes. to get like parking spots and stuff because it's it's so crazy mm-hmm. well speaking of um calgary in canada should we go to the first story oh, yes we definitely should <laughs> because it's related so i so this article guys the, the title of this article it's on the national post yeah it says ironically canada ranked as the second best country in the world for quality of life <laughs> <laughs> So ironically, apparently. Yeah. And it's funny because there's a little comment underneath that says the survey based largely on perception at odds with Canada's housing and affordability crisis. Yes. Because a lot of people right now are talking about Canada being extremely like the, yeah, we're having a bit of a A crisis. crisis. We are. When it comes to housing and just everything being really expensive. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's still based on this survey. I don't know where they did the survey. Mm -hmm. It's still ranked as the second best country in the world. Let's have a look. I don't get that though. Like I just don't. God damn. Forsaken. You don't get it. Well, we always, I feel like Canada's always ranked as one of the top countries. So to me, that's not too surprising. Yeah. But also, uh, you know, I don't know. But they're they're saying here, okay, so the rankings were compiled by a global marketing communication services company. um, And they were, there was more than 17,000 people from around the world contributed to the survey, but the rankings are largely, are based largely on perception. Right. Right. So like a lot of, I feel like a lot of people that maybe were voting it, maybe they've never lived in Canada. Maybe sure. they've, you know, and, and, and we've talked about this before. A lot of countries outside of like USA and Canada, like, you know, other like countries, they, they like have this perception of like 
what Canada, the US, USA mm-hmm. is. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that it's like this incredible place where it's like, you'll make lots and lots of money and it, you know, you'll live like in this free like area. You know what I mean? Well, not about Canada. I think they think they thought about the US. Yeah. I think about Canada, they probably think it's like safe and a good place to live. Mm-hmm. It, it has a higher standard of living. Yeah. And to be fair, I mean, <laughs> this current housing crisis aside, mm-hmm. uh, it's still, maybe it's a bad thing, but compared to other countries, it still can be deemed as, you know, a higher standard of living. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, it, it, in some aspects, but in I feel aspects. like as, as this affordability crisis gets worse. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, you talked about safety. Okay. Well, as more and more people are, you know, desperate and right. becoming in, in not great financial situations. Yeah it's going to become more dangerous. Theft, it will, but theft not is going to go up, at, the, petty at the current moment, I would argue that it's not yet well, it's, compared it, to other countries. Yeah. Like in terms of danger, like compared to other countries, Canada is very safe. And again, obviously I'm not comparing it to like places like maybe Singapore or I don't know, but compared, mm-hmm. like if you look at crime, um, we're still pretty low. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? mean? And you're right. It's going to get worse. Yeah. But right now at this point, <clears throat> I would argue that it's still safer compared to a lot of other countries. Mm-hmm. I still think it's crazy though, like for it to be ranked as high as it is just because of the cost of living crisis right. we're going through. Like, mm. because if you think about a good place to live and a place that should be ranked high on this list, like affordability is in a very important part because, yeah. because that's going to impact everybody's day to day. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's such an important part of where you're living. Part of the reason I moved back to Calgary is it's a f- an affordable city. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still defending Canada. <laughs> the thing is, we're having an affordability crisis everywhere. Yeah. So that's another factor to take into consideration. I don't think it's a Canadian-only issue. Yeah, it's definitely not. No, it's global. Yeah, it's absolutely global. If you look at, like, you know, the UK, same thing. The US, probably even worse. So I think if we compare, I don't know how many countries that they were. It looks like um, the survey ranks prospective countries on 73 weighted attributes including quality of life cultural influence and entrepreneurship interesting Mm. um so yeah like even all over europe the affordability crisis is still yeah is you know so it's everywhere it's not just canada so i think Mm. that's another factor people aren't thinking oh canada is really bad when it comes to for it's the whole world is bad yeah so that that would be one of the reasons i would think that it's still pretty high Mm -hmm. um but obviously the, the author of this article agrees more with you. Because I think so. <laughs> it says the majority of the rankings were correlated to 2022 gro- gross, domet- gross domestic product um, at purchasing power parity per capita as reported by the World Bank. Sub rankings that were tied to wealth were weighted more heavily. Within the sub-rankings, Canada's best category was agility, where it came second to the U.S. Interesting. The Mm. category takes in a country's ability to adapt to change and accept modern solutions. Interesting. Mm. (laughs) Okay. I just just think it's like we're going through such a... uh, Globally, we're going through such a weird time. And like I was on TikTok last night for the first time in a long time before I was going to bed. Right. And I was scrolling through TikTok and there was like this lady. I think she's become really famous in Canada now. Okay. But she was like just like... Basically, she's like, like bawling, and she's like on this, like filming this video, and she's like, I don't know what to do. She's like, I make thirty four dollars an hour. I saw this. Yeah, but I have okay. Continue. Tell the story, and then I have. I also have some questions. Yes, I have a lot of questions. Because she was like, because she was like, I make thirty four dollars an hour, and then she's like, which is not low. No, and then she goes, my mortgage payment is four hundred dollars every two weeks or something, which is nothing. I'm sorry, that's that's way lower than mine. 
See, this is why I have I have issues with that. Yeah, continue. But, but but she's just basically saying about how like everything's just getting to this point of like such unaffordability for everyone. So thirty four dollars an hour, assuming she works full time, yeah. forty hours a week, um, and then that's fifty two weeks. Is that is that how it, you count it? Kind of, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So like it says she would make about seventy thousand dollars a year. Mm. Let's round it down to sixty five. Yeah. Okay. Her mortgage. What was it? Four hundred a month. Uh, Four hundred every, every two weeks. Yeah. So two hundred every week. Ah. So fifty-two. That's ten thousand four hundred. Is this true? <laughs> is this right? Mm-hmm. Four hundred. That's nothing. Okay. So then she's making what did I say? Sixty-five thousand. And then oh this okay so this is like before tax. That's yeah. So let's say it was forty thousand. Okay. And then minus ah. What was it? Eleven hundred or eleven thousand. So that leaves her with almost thirty thousand, mm-hmm. and obviously there's other expenses. Something does not add up because mm. she was saying because in that video I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's like it did go viral on TikTok. Yeah, she was saying she couldn't eat. And like, she'd I buy a loaf that. of bread to eat for the week. Yes, she's like, yeah. I buy a loaf of bread and I eat this in the week. She can't eat anything else apparently, mm. and you know, and I of course I feel for, like she, she's obviously going through some kind of financial struggle. Like I'm not denying that, yeah. but there's something missing where we don't see it. She must be in debt. <clears throat> There is definitely something else in that because the the math is not mathing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah, no, I know, but yeah. I'm just meaning like the fact that more and more people, and it's not just yeah, her, true. I don't I know. I had, a, I had an on... issue with that video because I was like, you're not telling the whole story. Yeah, there's something missing. If you're making that much money, there's no like not that it's like a huge amount of money. She also has car payments. She also car... has um, I don't like know a bunch of other stuff. It, she it... must be in debt. She's paying off some kind of debt. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Because there's no way you're making that much and your mortgage payments are that low. I know. I can't believe how low her mortgage payments are. That's nothing. Like mine are like way more than that. Way more. Mine are way more. Like this is. So compared to that, I mean, obviously if her mortgage payments were much higher, then I would understand. Yeah. If her mortgage payments were like, she she said she's worried about renewing her mortgage because her mortgage payments are going to like double. Right. See that part I understand because then now it's like getting to that point where people have to renew and then they can't afford the extra interest rate or whatever. Mm. Uh, But yeah, something was not adding up. But like that aside, you're right. Like it is, people are, you know, struggling, struggling. Yeah. And it it is a, it is a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think though, this might be a controversial opinion. (laughs) I have a lot of controversial opinions. Damn, Rose, what are you going to say? I do think, um, that, it is very expensive in Canada. Mm-hmm. There are still parts of the country that are still somewhat affordable. Yeah. Now, people probably don't want to live there. <laughs> but um, it's not all cities or all places in Canada. Mm. Uh, but obviously, there's more jobs in those cities. So that's understandable. Yeah. I do think that we are used to a certain standard of living in this country. So we are we feel... Entitled? I don't want to say entitled. But it's like when you're used to a certain standard of living... And all of a sudden you take away a few things, it feels more severe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I do think there is an element of that. I'm not saying people aren't struggling, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, cause I, I don't know. Some people are like, yes, you may have to, you know, forego a few, uh, privileges or, mm-hmm. you know, extra things, but compa- I, and I'm just comparing to other places in the world where people are like, struggling 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 for Mm -hmm. years and maybe we're you know not at that level yet (laughs) that's my controversial opinion but people are struggling i'm not saying that they're not yeah but i think some people you know like a lot of people are in credit card debt a lot of people spend more than they should and i'm not saying that and i think that is a (laughs) systemic problem 
Well, you're right. And a lot of people will be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, you know, even though I don't have the money for it, I'm going to buy a brand new couch exactly. and I'm going to get a brand new TV and I'm going to put it all on my credit card. Yes. And then I'm going to be fucked because I'm going to have these huge payments. Yes. And then I'm going to like not, and then I'm going to be paying so much interest. And then it kind of snowballs into exactly. this like thing where you're actually ending up paying like your financing costs. So your interest that you're paying on all of these things that you probably shouldn't have gotten in the yes. first place is eating away any kind of savings or anything you could do. So I think that is, that is one issue. I'm not saying people aren't struggling. I think they are. Um, but that is one factor I think to take into consideration. Like people in our province specifically, especially because we were always like Alberta has always been the, the wealthiest province Mm. in, in Canada. And I remember like when we were going through some hardships and stuff, it's like people do not prepare for a rainy day. Yeah. That's another factor. Yeah. Um, I'm not blaming people necessarily only, but I think there is, uh, there needs to be a balance between government systems mm. and your own personal responsibility. Yeah. And I do mm-hmm. think there is an element to that. Obviously not in everyone's situation. Yes. <clears throat> but I do know that like, even before the cost of living crisis, they were saying like so many Canadians are living outside their means yes. and this kind of stuff. And that was before everything got crazy in the last couple of years. Yeah. So obviously that's going to put extra pressure on those people that were like living paycheck to paycheck. Yes. Um, but I do, I do think there's an element to that where, you know, like, like those, those example, it's like you have a couch already, but then there's like this new couch at the brick Yeah. that's like, or I don't know, just an example with like buy this couch for 24 months, you get to finance it and yep. do all this stuff. And you actually end up paying so much interest above what the couch is even worth anyway and you didn't even need a new couch you just decided to get a new couch you Mm -hmm. know what I mean so there's a lot of other places like I've got a lot of furniture from like Facebook marketplace and stuff like there's ways yes there's definitely ways yeah there's ways to be more frugal Mm -hmm. but yes people are still it is very expensive. Like it we is, definitely yeah. feel it as well. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've noticed it now more than ever. Is like, if you go out even just for a meal and stuff, it's like so expensive. It's so expensive. So you gotta, you gotta eat at home. You gotta cook at home. Yeah. Okay. Cook, home, cook at stop, home more. Stop doing the extra spend. And I know it could be getting God crazy. Damn, as all hell getting crazy. But it is like fucked up because I don't want to go down the route of, other countries like us where it's such a high income disparity yeah because we always talk about this it's like middle class strong middle class is so important Mm -hmm. and we are getting to that point where it's getting you know it's It's definitely not it's definitely not as bad at all as like other countries yeah but we're slowly but surely getting to there yeah like you know what i mean it's getting worse basically i agree Mm -hmm. i think we used to have a very (laughs) i think we used to have a much more stronger middle class even when we were growing up well, yeah. th- they say that there was that, that sweet period of time during mm. like, the, the more the boomers generation where you had this massive growth in middle class yes. and it was like such a good prosperous time. Yeah. I'm not saying there wasn't fucked up things happening then and there wasn't the, this yeah. like ultra rich and stuff, but I think that the, the disparity is growing lately Yeah, and it's definitely like because of how expensive everything's getting, it's pushing people that might've been considered kind of middle class before mm. into slightly lower class and struggling. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like that's happening more and more and more and people yeah. are getting frustrated. They're like, Hey, you know what? I work hard. I have a good job and I can't afford to make the ends meet. Like what is going on here? It's a problem. Yeah. And then the whole rental crisis is oh. another thing I was reading. Um, well actually we were checking. So my old apartment, uh, which I lived in what, two years ago. Yeah. And I, we were paying me and my roommate. The total was, I think like, tw- I want to say twenty two fifty is mm-hmm. what we were paying a month. And you guys had rental incentives and stuff, right? 
but that's not including the, like the oh, rental. Okay. So yeah, like, yeah. so it was maybe even cheaper because when yeah. we first moved in, we had like one or two months off or something. But either way, we were paying twenty two fifty yeah. for a two bedroom, two bath, and it was like a pretty good. It was a pretty nice like place. Yeah, yeah. It was like a central location and a relatively new building. So twenty two fifty. We checked recently just out of curiosity because mm. we were hearing about all these rental, you know places like becoming so expensive Mm -hmm. and it was three thousand dollars within two years so that kind of stuff needs to change like there Mm -hmm. needs to be rent control there needs to be you know that kind of increase literally so you went from let's say 2200 to that's like so much that's eight hundred dollars in two years yeah that's four hundred dollars a year ridiculous so it's crazy that's stupid that's Mm -hmm. stupid amounts like People just don't have that kind yeah. of extra money generally. And, mm-hmm. Or if they do, that was going into savings before. Guess what? You're not saving anymore. Yeah, it's you a know? problem. <clears throat> so yeah, maybe maybe we're going to get lower on that ranking, Daniels. Damn, I think we will. If, if, I mean, sad as hell. It's actually just crazy to me. And I think a, a part of the problem is a lot of the rental units are are owned. Like like that was a, the year mm. building is a perfect example. These builders that like build a rental right. purpose building and they control all the units. Like, and... There is no rent caps here. Yeah. So like that's the problem. There's yeah. no rent control. Yeah. So landlords can just like charge whatever. Well, and, and the, but the problem too is I was reading this thing. I can't remember if it's like Ontario or somewhere that yeah. they have rent control. Yes. But then what landlords are doing to get around the rent control? Right. Is going. they're like kicking people out. Like there was this. There was actually it was on TikTok as well. Mm. There was this guy that was kicking these people out of this building. I think it was in Toronto. And it was like an older building. It was like one of the, you know, like the one of the ones in this area where it's like a fourplex kind of, but like an apartment building, like it only goes up like two levels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it has like maybe, I don't know, six or seven apartments in the whole building. Mm. Anyway, he was kicking people out and this one lady was complaining because like she's been there for 25 oh, years. Oh God. Her rent was like, I don't know. I want to say like a thousand dollars a month. Sure. And she like the market rate for that particular unit was like 3,500 or something ridiculous. Right. So he's led. But it's with, rent controlled. Yes. Right. And so he's led to say um, his family's moving into this building. Right. So his whole family's build, moving in to occupy all the units. So everybody has to leave. Right. But there's nobody like checking to say if that actually is happening or right. is he going to just put it back on the market at, but a, mar- at a fair question, market? Question. Yeah. So like, can't he as a landlord just like kick, I mean, not that he should be doing this, but like technically, like do, do you have to say your family's moving? Can't you just be like, oh, you have to va- vacate the property? Well, the thing is, is though the whole point of the rent control is to uh-huh. keep that in place. The landlords don't do that. Right. Like so that they don't just say, hey, Rose, you're paying a thousand dollars a month because you're in a rent capped apartment. Yeah. If I'm your landlord and I can get thirty five hundred dollars a month yeah. for this unit, why would I let you still be my tenant? Yeah. But what? I, so are you saying that the when you have the rent control, um, you're not allowed to kick out the tenants? I think, it's, I think there's some oh, more restrictions. Okay, okay. I, think, I think you can, because because then otherwise, right. ev- every single landlord is going to say, right, so that's see part you of, later. Yeah, there's, okay, there's, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. From my understanding, guys, mm. it's like, because otherwise, every single landlord right. will just say, get the fuck out, I'll just yeah, yeah, rent yeah. the market rate. That's true, that's so, true. So there's reasons. Like one of the reasons is if you're doing like, I think a home reno. Right. Or if you're, if you're going to occupy the unit right. or family. Okay. So landlords are using this as like a scapegoat to be like, oh, actually, I'm going to do some renos in this place. Sure. To kick the people out out and then jack up the rent to market rates oh god and then i saw this thing the thing is i thought all of ontario was rent controlled Mm -hmm. but apparently it's like there's i think after after yes after a certain year because fucking was it doug ford or something one of the conservatives or one of one of the fords yeah one of the conservative like leaders of um premiers of uh, ontario kind of got rid of rent control after a certain uh year 
So if you, if the building, I think if the building was built before a certain year, then it's rent controlled. But if Mm. it's built after a certain year, then it's not rent controlled. Mm. So there's still a huge crisis in Ontario as well. Cause I saw these two sisters that were like, I don't know, their rent was like 2000 and then they like hiked it up to like 5,000 or something. Absolutely. I think I saw that TikTok as well. It was, it was like astronomical to the point where you're like, this is, they're not going to pay that. Exactly. It's insane. But the the, the sad thing is as a renter, because there's that whole argument, you know, like I've seen so many YouTube videos about as well when they're like, oh, you know, like the argument of renting or buying, Mm. right? So there's pros and cons to both and blah, 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 blah. One of the biggest things with renting is just that that instability and also the fact that you are subject. I mean, to be fair, if you buy a house, like there's interest rate fluctuation, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. But like when you're renting, like the fact that your landlord can turn around in Alberta, because we don't have rent control at all. And they could just be like, oh, Rose, you're paying 1200. Actually, the market rate for this is two grand. Oh God. I'm going to increase it to two grand. Like that seems like it should be illegal. Mm -hmm. And like it feels. Well, I just like to say we live in a conservative province. So have your cake. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. You voted for conservative government all these years. And now that all of a sudden there's no rent control, people are complaining. Yeah, these, the, I bet you most of these people voted conservative. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing too. When you combine it with other problems, like the fact that, and I, I'm, I will admit I'm part of the problem as well. I have, <laughs> a, I have an Airbnb. So oh, God like, damn. but a lot of Airbnbs entering this space, taking up units that could otherwise be rented to full-time renters. Right. All of this other stuff. Like, I think your situation's different though. Yeah. Cause like if you weren't using it as a, as rental. a rental, that's yeah. true. That's true. And it's only one little, like, I feel like it's almost like having a small business. I think yeah. you're allowed to have a small business, like do these things. It's when it gets out of control, yeah. when it becomes questionable. Well, and I think the issue with housing is that we have up until this point, which we continue to do, is it is treated as like a, a commodity for trading. Like, oh, well, you know yeah. I mean? like it's, and, it's, and it's, people talk about it like it's so like normal exactly. to do this. But well, this is it, right? Everyone talks about making money in property. Mm-hmm. The fact is that we, because we as a society have created an environment, which we're all part of, I'm mm-hmm. part of, you're part of, we kind of like accept that the reality is that, you know, you make money in the housing market or you don't, or you lose money, whatever you can lose money too. But the fact is they we've changed, we've made it into a way to make money. So like you yeah. have like these, I've seen these new things that they're doing as well, where they're creating these funds that invest in property. Mm-hmm. And let's say you don't, you don't have enough money to buy a property yourself, but you can invest in this fund. So you own right. a percentage of that property. Right. So it's like this massive fund will own a ton of properties. You are an investor. Right. It's know. creating a really bad problem. Cause it's like at the end of the day, that's a place where people need to live. I know. So it's we're, so we're, we're taking this basic human right or basic human need. Yeah. And um, right. And right. Really? Yeah, yeah. Basic human need and right of, of, of a roof over your head. Yeah. And we've turned it into a way to make money. Ugh. So because of that, we're going to continue to have these problems mm-hmm. unless there is a massive crackdown on saying, Hey, you know, as a, and this is never going to happen, right? Like, you know, private companies can no longer own these, these, yeah. you know, these things, uh, investors, like individual people, maybe there's a cap on how many units yeah. you can own as rentals. Yeah. Maybe it's like three, you can have three properties in total. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's never going to happen. No. Cause <laughs> like there are legitimately people out there, individual investors, yeah. right. That, and you know, so many properties that literally have thousands of properties. Yeah. There was that one TikTok where a bunch of fucking douchey ass guys that look like they'd never read a book in their life yep. are standing in some like beautiful resort mm. and they're all just like gathered to talk about all their fucking riches. Yep. And then they're just like going through, get, going to each person and being like, and every guy's like, Oh yes, I have 4,000 properties mm. and I make 500 million a year. Like I have yeah. 5,000, I have 
500 properties and i'm just like you fucking douchebags yeah but th- this is what i mean you at the same time like obviously that's not great but at the same time we can't blame them too much because oh. we've we've allowed a society where people can do that i, I blame them a little bit yeah i mean it's, obviously it's a little greedy it is a little greedy. but yeah i get, i get what you're saying it's greedy mm-hmm. and it's like that whole idea of like okay mm-hmm. trickle down economics that ain't trickling down no. they are <laughs> hoarding where is it i don't see anything they're hoarding property and using it to turn an investment mm-hmm. right so i don't know Anyway, so Canada apparently still... Well, it's funny, though, because you know how, like, in the top 10 cities of the world, the, mm-hmm. that thing, Calgary's always, like, among the top five, True. usually. Yeah. And then Vancouver and Toronto are still in the top 10. Yeah. Which is kind of shocking, because Calgary, I can still understand. Yeah. Okay? Calgary, as much as we complain about it, and it's it's probably... It's getting worse, mm-hmm. totally. Like, as we've talked about, the rental market is going crazy. Mm-hmm. Housing market's going crazy. It's getting more expensive, which is great for people that have a house and yeah. that want to sell a house. Not so great for people that want to buy a place. Yeah. But... Um, but Calgary is still one of the more affordable cities in Canada mm-hmm. compared to, and especially when you consider like salary ranges, yeah. um, people just make a little bit more money here compared to other cities, but yeah. still it's like somewhat affordable still somewhat. Yeah. Whereas Vancouver and Toronto have been not, not affordable for a long time. For now. a very long time. Yeah. Like people cannot buy a place in Vancouver, or Toronto, unless you are like super fucking rich or like, or if you buy outside the city centers really far even then it's pretty expensive yeah that's true and then you have to have at least a partner you can't do it by yourself yeah exactly nobody can just like because like what me and rose did here we've each bought our own places right yeah we could not like, do we that. could not do that in vancouver no. we would have not to even in the suburbs no we'd no. have to buy a place together god damn we gonna, we gonna live together in vancouver no <laughs> <laughs> yeah like even my friends that make a lot of money mm. Like, you know, they're university educated, have really good jobs yeah. that live in, you know, Vancouver or Toronto. Like it is hard for people to just buy a place yep. in, you know, even around that area. So well, and when they do, you hear about it. Like I remember meeting one of your friends from Toronto and they were saying like they're them and their partner had bought a place, but it was so expensive. Like one of their salaries goes to the mortgage. Right. Exactly. And then, so so what, if you, what if one of you loses a job? That's the thing. This exactly. is a scary thing. But this I is know, it. This is the thing. But somehow Vancouver, Toronto is still on that top 10 list. It's wild to me. It so is actually there's wild. There's obviously other factors involved. Yeah. And obviously I'm speaking from a place of privilege and I get it. Like, mm. you know, there are people struggling for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think that goes to show how fucked up the world is if, you know, we have these issues in Canada, yet we are still ranked as one of the top 10. It's wild. You know, like we're still ranked pretty high. That means everywhere else is really fucked. I think it ranks mm. like, yeah, like safety, like, you know, like a chance of war like i'm sure it like raised uh, a lot barriers of- to new business exactly this kind of stuff yeah um, i do think that um like when my parents moved here it was still very good because they were immigrants like they started from scratch and your parents as well exactly started from scratch you know both our parents they bought places mm-hmm. you know they set up a life for themselves like don't get me wrong like neither of us come from like rich background yeah but you know we lived comfortably enough in middle class environment yeah um but i think if we were to move like if i was in their situation like today yes and i moved here it would be a A very very different different situation hugely different (laughs) i think i can still be somewhat okay and i think that's maybe the difference i don't know but um to buy a place it would be a very like i would have to buy a very small place imagine moving over here with three kids oh god (laughs) damn Do you know what I mean? Be like it's scary as hell. This is what I mean, though. This is I reality. Know. My parents moved here. Well, they only had one child, but like, yeah. they moved here with like suitcase of clothes. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Now, now, to do what our parents did would be, yeah, it way would be harder. so hard, yeah. so hard. So yes. Anyways, so that was Canada. God dang. Top top two guys. Top tar. 
Daniel does not agree. I don't agree. <laughs> well, what would you put in the 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 top? What, what, is, what do you think? So what is number say. one? What is number one? I want to see. Know if it's a, does oh, it no, say? Is it like Sweden or some shit like Denmark? Oh, Switzerland is number one. And let's talk about how expensive Switzerland is. Mm -hmm. But I guess people make more money. They make a lot of money in Switzerland. Yeah. So I think you have that kind of like. But like, do they make enough to counteract the in insane cost? I don't know. And then Sweden is number three. Interesting. Yeah. Sweden. It's very interesting. Australia is number four. Okay. This is where I draw the line. United States is number five. Yeah, United States is number okay, five. Okay, you're right, Daniel. The survey is bullshit. Told you. <laughs> Told you. This is, doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right. It's I, based, yeah. I, I agree to disagree. <laughs> agree to disagree on that one. So, yeah, United States number five. Oh, that's that's uh, questionable. Yes. Okay, next story. Holy shit. Did you this, ever watch a 70s show? I watched a few episodes. Yes, me too. I wasn't like a big... I don't know. I never... The 70s show was never like... It never appealed to me. Me too. I don't know what it is. Maybe if I rewatched it now, I could get into it. I don't know. Yeah, I never. Wa I I'm like you. I've watched a few episodes, yeah. and like some of them were funny. Yeah. But I never got into it. It wasn't like one of those shows that like drew me in, where I was like, I am obsessed with this show. Yeah. Maybe we're like it. not the generation. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's weird. It's weird because it was really popular though when we. But were it young. was popular with our peers as well. Like a lot of my friends watched the 70s show. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think it, like okay. Anyway, it was very popular. <laughs> it was. But I guess I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of this by now, but. The 70s show star, Danny Masterson, who played, what's his name? I can't remember his name <laughs> in the show, but he was like the, the guy, guy with like the big hair, the afro yes. and the kind of like, and he always seemed like he was stoned. Yeah. The white, yes. The stoned white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, was a few of them, but yeah, you know, his name was Danny. His real name is Danny Masterson. Yeah. And I guess he was, I didn't even know this, but I yeah. guess he was sentenced uh, Thursday to 30 years to life in prison for raping two women more than two decades ago at his Hollywood Hills home. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, I'm actually more surprised that actually he got 30. Did he actually get 30 years to life or is there like, it sounds like 30 years to life in prison. So like he, yeah, that, that was his actual sentencing. Well, he, so he says okay. was sentenced. So I would yeah. Assume, so he must've been sentenced. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming. <laughs> Cause I know, know there's like a process where like they get, First, they, you, you find out if they're guilty or not. Yeah. And then afterwards, they get sentenced, right? So I yeah. guess he did get 30 years. Yeah. The thing, that, the thing that kind of blows my mind in this story, though, like partially, is like, I don't know if these women, maybe they came forward recently because it sounds mm. like it said it happened. I think it, it was somewhat recent. Yeah. It definitely didn't. They didn't come out immediately, but I read yeah. some other stuff, but continue. Yeah. Because it says these women, this happened in his Hollywood home two decades ago. So that's 20 years yes. ago that this didn't happen. Yeah. But the reason why, so I was reading a little bit about this mm. and I don't know if it says in this article, but the reason why is because, um, the woman, I think he was hiding behind Scientology. So the women that he was doing this to Jesus Christ, uh, were part of the Scientologist church. Right. So then they were pressured to not tell authorities by the church, by the church. You know what this is reminding me of? <laughs> what? So I started watching that show that you had recommended to me. Which it one? It is so fucked which, up. Wait, which one? The one with the, the Korean pastor. Oh my... Okay, I couldn't even get through it. I watched like part of it. It yeah. was insanity. I know. The, the Korean cult? Yes. Yeah. And how this man somehow made himself equate to Jesus and how he was just like and he, doing whatever the fuck he wanted yeah. to women. Yep. Everyone. Yep. Young girls, older girls. Like he, he didn't care. Yeah. And like it was crazy. I know. So, I mean, similar people using religion to do horrible things. Yeah. 
Um, so essentially, that's what I heard. Okay, so it says Danny Masterson sentenced to 30 years for li- uh, to life for raping former Scientologists. So basically, um, yeah, it says that. Hold on, let's see. And I guess there was a third woman, but then the yeah. jury was deadlocked. Yeah, that's what they so said. So they didn't come up with the verdict. Yeah. Um, For the first two, he was accused. Exactly. Though. The assaults took place in the early 2000s, but they waited years to come forward, the victims, because Scientology doctrine forbade them to f- report a fellow member to police. What the fuck is wrong with these <laughs> religions? Oh my God, no. Like, like, honestly, guys, I'm sorry. If I ever was to join a religion... And then they were like, oh, by the way, if any of our members do anything fucked up to you, yep. you can't report it because we don't talk about our members to other people. It's so I would say, up. fuck you. So somebody could literally stab me and I couldn't press charges. Yeah, it's so messed up. Like, yeah, it's fucked up. So the one of the uh, victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, he was convicted of assaulting multiple women and um, the judge could sentence him only to either 15 years to life or 30 years to life in state prison. I don't know why those are the only two options. Uh, But yeah, they, and he gave Masterson 15 years to life on each count, which is why he got 30 years. Uh, Um, So then the, the sentence is to be served consecutively. Now, do we think he's going to get out for parole early? Yeah. I mean, he is a celebrity. I don't know. Like, I don't know, but Jesus Christ. And then he has denied any wrongdoing and of course he has and alternatively painted the accusations as a smear campaign against Scientology and a baseless attack launched by ex paramours before handing down the sentence Almedo reject I think Almedo's the judge mm-hmm. rejected the idea that Masterson had been convicted on rumors innuendo gossip or speculation mm-hmm. so I mean I mean if we got three women multiple women coming out I know I you're kind of like mm. If you call a spade a spade. And especially if you're in this like church where people are allowed to do shit and yeah. get away with it. That's crazy. That's so messed up. So then there's even more drama regarding this situation. So yeah. he got sentenced. Good for him. Congratulations. Good job. Bye bye. Like go and pray to your Scientologist God in prison. Thank you. Um, so essentially Ashton Kutcher, who was his co-star, well, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who are married now, uh, the co-stars of uh, Masterson on that 70s show, they are now in hot water because I guess Ashton Kutcher wrote a letter. There it is. Yeah. So, and now at this point, they've issued an apology after the backlash because the letter got leaked or something. So basically, they wrote letters asking for lighter sentencing for convicted rapist Danny mm. Masterson. And they are, um, yeah, so then... People found out. Yeah. I don't know how people found out, but people found out. So then people were saying like, oh, like Kunis and Kutcher mm-hmm. were, you know, trying to ask for lighter sentencing. Exactly. And then... Um, they and must then, have had a lot of backlash because they they then um, addressed it on Instagram. Yes. So they like posted on Instagram. They did an apology. Yeah. And I, I wonder what they said. I know. It's kind of interesting. Hey? So one of the quotes, they were intended for the judge to read and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that that's too, I, I'm sorry guys, but that's like, I feel like it's two celebrities like trying to use that and, mm. and trying to lighten the sentence of one of their buddies where I'm right. like, I'm like, okay, if your heart goes out to the people that were attacked by this person. Yeah. 
why are you writing to the judge in the first yeah. place? Mm-hmm. Like that to me seems a little bit like, let me see if I can find the letter. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What did Ashton Kutcher's letter say? Yeah. It says, um, the letters were first published by legal affairs reporter, Megan Kuniff. In them, Kutcher refers to Masterson as a role model and extraordinarily honest. <laughs> okay. Adding this, he is among a few people that I would trust to be alone with my son and daughter. Are you sure about that? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, and the Kunis's letter notes Masterson's exceptional character and tremendous positive influence on her. Listen, I understand that, like, here's the thing. Like, they're obviously very good friends. Yeah. And obviously, they did not... I don't believe that they saw this side of him, right? Like, yeah, yeah, of course not. Because you, know you, don't, you don't see that side. Exactly. Like, people sometimes have a dark side. Exactly. So, know? I do think it would be very difficult for people to, you know, reconcile with the fact that one of their very good friends that they've known for years... <laughs> Hi. Oh. Ha. Sorry, guys. Our uh, mic caught off for some reason. Yeah, I was saying I was having some disc errors yeah, on my know. laptop, but this thing anyway. seem to be working. God damn. <laughs> anyway, we're back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, basically we were saying, you know, it's very difficult for people mm-hmm. to accept the fact that someone that they've known and loved and, you know, been yeah. very good friends with, been around their family, has done something horrible. Exactly. So like, I don't want to necessarily defend them, but they probably maybe think that he's innocent. Uh, yeah. That's my only guess, right? Like, because... I cannot believe that they would think he mm. did all this and would write such a thing. Do you know? What I, or maybe I yeah. don't know. No, but I think you're right. I think because there there must be some element in their mind that, like, because honestly, in order for somebody to write to the actual judge themselves, yes. like you have to. I feel like in your heart of hearts, probably think that they're innocent. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because I feel like otherwise you wouldn't write to the judge, or maybe you. Yeah. Would, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm speculating here, yeah. guys. But I just feel like unless I would like unless I knew for sure or like, yeah. you know, I felt really confident about it. Like I probably wouldn't get involved. If this is true as well. You know, this like even true. if it's a family member, stuff, like think about it. If there's like Ugh. a trial going on and yeah, there's like yeah, yeah. shit hitting the fan. Like unless you really are strongly certain about it, like, and, and yeah, I don't know. You might be right though. They, they are probably trying to use their celebrity status because obviously people, everyone knows who Ashton Kutcher of course. is. Everyone knows Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're trying to use that status to, you know, leverage and get a, like a yeah. slightly less, lesser sentence Maybe. or use that to influence the judge to say, Hey, you know what? We're celebrities. You should trust us. Oh God. And we think our friend is, you know, and that's why I feel like they are undermining a little bit of the women's stories. I mean, absolutely. Oh yeah. I don't think that they, I, they must think he's innocent. Yeah even though he was already proven guilty, guilty yeah. but there must be a level of them not to defend them necessarily. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to put myself into that mind yeah. of like, why would they do this? But if they actually thought that he did it, I don't know if they would have written that, but who knows? Yeah, I maybe don't know. They, these maybe people. they still would have. Maybe they, you, you might be right. I mean, there was a lot of people when the whole, um, what's that old guy, Bill Cosby, right? When he came well, that was insane. Yeah. Cause everyone loved him. Mm. He was like America's dad. You know, what's crazy. There's so many what's stories crazy? like this. So you yeah. know, you have him. There was a UK guy. God, what was his name? I want to say it was like something Savile, Jimmy Savile. Uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And he was like a very famous person in the and UK. And well liked. And it turned out he was like doing all kinds. Of, I want to find out who it is. Okay. <laughs> all these, all these men, you know, they put up a front. And like even this guy, this oh, Masterson guy, everyone loved him. He was like, you know, like everyone loved him on the show. And nobody would have thought he would have done this. But here you go. Ugh. Oh, yeah. He looks creepy as hell. Jimmy Savile. Yeah. 
So he was a radio personality and what was he like a DJ television personality? He was on, um, he looks really I weird. Know. He was on like so many TV shows. Uh-huh. He was like huge. Like, um, a lot of shit went down and yeah, it was, what was like, he convicted of. Um, I think he actually, if I recall, he like died before the conviction oh. happened and then it came out like all this stuff happened and there was like a lot of like, yeah, crazy thing. And he was like, uh, uh, UK's like, I don't know, golden boy for a while. Right. So yeah. Cause as it came out in late 2012, but he like died in 2011, oh, I think. Oh my God. So he died before yeah. his image was tarnished. I feel like that's kind of what happened. I don't know the full Jimmy, Jimmy Savile story, but he was, yeah, there was but like, yeah. Bill Cosby's another one. Yeah. Like all of these like people. And you're just like, what the actual, never trust f- famous people. I know. Never. And like, also I feel like that industry in general, a yeah. lot of shady shit goes down mm-hmm. behind closed doors you know, like I just, I feel like that whole, the music, the, you know, the movie industry, I feel like a lot of shit goes down. A lot of shit goes down. Yeah. A lot of shit goes down. We probably down. don't even know the half of it. We definitely do not. Like, we definitely do not. God damn. Are you going to. I don't want to know. You know, you know who's coming out with their uh, memoir very shortly. Britney Spears. Mm, you gonna are re- you going to buy it? You going to read it? I don't know. <laughs> she seems very unhinged on social media. I know. She's just like. What is going on with that lady? I have no idea, but I it's still like, feel for her. Oh God. I know. But I, like the woman needs to pull up the pants a little bit. Okay, <laughs> she's always pulling down her pants. Like the thing is, she still looks great yeah. if she like, you know, did her makeup properly, yeah. or even like even without makeup, she probably would look fine. Mm-hmm. But she does her makeup all weird and smudged. Still, yeah. she has this weird look on her eyes. The camera's always a little bit too high up. And then she's she like that thing with up, her like panties, where and she, she always... keeps pulling down her panties to a point where you can almost see her crotch. I know, like literally, I'm like, if you go any <laughs> <Yeah>. lower <laughs> or you twist any more, like we're gonna see yeah. something. Like, woman, you look good. Please, <laughs> like, you know, if you dressed like a, you know, kind of normal, mm-hmm. <laughs> you could still be sexy. Just like I don't know, like just pull up the pants a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. But um, anyway, and her dances yeah. are always like the same. But she's a great dancer as well. I don't know why she always does the same dance. I know. I don't know what's going on with Brittany, guys. Anyway, like her, the Instagram is a wild, her Instagram page is a wild place. Yeah, it's. But it, I am curious about that memoir. Are you going to read it? I think, I, think I will. I think I will just because I want to see and like. When it come out. I wonder if it's actually going to share anything like. That's what I'm real, curious about you know because I mean? it seems like she's still very unhinged. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Like mm. she got a divorce recently. Yeah. Like I don't get it. Yeah. I feel bad for her. Like, I, I just don't understand it. Anyways, um, next story. Well, well <laughs> this, is a, this is a combination of stories, guys. Okay, so we have, of course, you know, we no- normally try to stay away from the doom and gloom nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we do. <laughs> no, we still we still talk about it. I usually, banned Dan- I usually ban Daniel from talking about mm-hmm. climate change for some time because obviously we talk about it a lot. Yes. But we can't help it. We can't, guys. To- There's week, too yeah. many stories yeah. in the news about crazy shit going on. Yeah. So the most biggest one is Morocco. Oh, yeah. So I think it was a couple days ago um, where there was, an, I'm sure you guys have heard of this, the Morocco earthquake. At this point, today is, what's the date? Today is the September 11th of 11th. September. Yeah. The death toll now, so there was a huge earthquake in Morocco. Yeah. The death toll now surpasses 2,800 people because this earthquake was just so massive. And obviously there's probably going to be more people that are going to be, uh, you know, come out as unfortunately deceased. Dead. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say. It's so sad. I mean, it's just, I was just in Morocco in March. Yep. It's a beautiful country. Um, 
people are really friendly and awesome and i just i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know i mean like what is there to say exactly well and and i think that i think the big thing too is the people that are left behind so the people that are, that, that don't mm. unfortunately or like that don't um fortunately like fortunately, that haven't died that haven't died um I think the area that was hit um, is yeah. also quite, uh, there's a lot of disparity, income disparity right. there. And I think there's a lot of people there that don't have the means to to rebuild. Right. And the question is like, what's going to happen? Like, because things have been destroyed, right? right? So it's like, okay, how do we start uh, going in a process of building and getting funding for oh, building God. We're going to need to start donating, guys. Yep. Um, so that's so that's, so that's one of uh, many. So that's one story. And then I just saw um, like an hour ago, uh, that there was a catastrophic flooding in Libya mm-hmm. as heavy rains cause dam collapse. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It is like, so thousands of people, <gasps> thousands of people, Daniel yeah, are feared dead in Libya after a storm. Daniel. God damn it. Storm Daniel. A, well, I'm not, I'm not, your fault. I'm not be there over God that. Damn, God damn, why they call it storm Daniel? I don't know. Should be storm Rose. Um, after storm Daniel brought severe rain and floods, to the Eastern part of the country sweeping entire neighborhoods into the sea. Oh my God. This <gasps> is insane. Daniel, it's happening. You know how they, all these climate change or climate mm. scientists say, you know, certain cities and stuff is going to be underwater. Yeah. Like, is this starting to happen? I, th- I think that's more for the sea level to rise. I think this is right. a flash flood that caused this, right. the city to be swept into the ocean. But, but obviously then, that's happening. Like, yeah. It's happening in a different form. But exactly. Well, they're saying like, cause because climate change isn't just about the climate getting warmer. Right. It's about weather patterns it's shifting. About everything. Exactly. And one of the issues is like, um, and this happened, I think it was in Germany or somewhere last year where you have extreme periods of drought where the ground gets really like rock hard and stuff. Yeah. And then think about it like this. They're saying like when dirt is like really dry and everything else, when water hits it, mm. it doesn't get absorbed properly. Right. It kind of like runs so off. So it sits on it. Exactly. Versus if the if it's like mud or like, you right. know, like regular dirt, it soaks up right. water. Right. But when it's like that hard packed, yeah. dry, it's like clay almost. Right. So the water just like, and it causes these types. I don't know if this is exactly what happened yeah. in Libya, but again, like, these extreme like flash floods, which cause lots and lots of issues. My they're God. they're saying they're guessing more than two thousand people have died, and between five thousand to six thousand people are still currently missing. And you know, usually in situations like this, when people are missing, it's unfortunate, but they they are most likely going to be dead. Yeah, God damn. that's so crazy. And then there was another huge, huge flooding in Hong Kong a few days ago. Yep. Um, so basically, Hong Kong is paralyzed by flash flooding after heaviest rainfall since 1884. <sighs> Tell me how climate change is not real. People mm-hmm. are actually insane. Yeah. Record-breaking rainfall paralyzed much of Hong Kong on Friday. Hong Kong is a very small... It's tiny. It's tiny. Um, with flash flooding submerging metro stations and trapping drivers on roads as authorities suspended schools and urged the public to seek safe shelter. God damn. I still don't know how there's like, it's saying the densely populated city of 7.5 million. I'm like, how do 7.5 million people live there? Because I've been to Hong Kong and like, it's not that big. It is tiny. I know. And I'm like, 7.5 million people live here. That's why it's so expensive as well. Yeah. So I don't know what, like, I have no idea. And like, Oh God! And, and and what's scary with these like really densely populated cities mm. like this is like if they ever did need to evacuate or something, yeah, it would be chaos because there's just too many people. Yeah, and how they, how are they gonna evacuate Hong Kong? It's an island, isn't it? An island? Yeah, it is. Yeah, how are they gonna evacuate? Oh, anyway, yeah. Um, God. Some parts of the city saw almost 
500 millimeters, which is 19.7 inches of rainfall in 24 hours. That'd be big. That is a lot of rainfall. That'd be a lot. Oh, Lord. Oh, so this extreme, the extreme conditions caught many residents by surprise and came just days after Hong Kong was lashed by its strongest typhoon in five years. So there was a strong typhoon. And then a few days later, fucking torrential, ra- torrential downpour. fucking downpour. And what is going on? It's kind of like fucking. This is kind of like out. one of the reasons why I'm like, I feel like Calgary is a good place. <laughs> I always oh, talk God. about this. Me and my parents always talk about this. We're like, yeah. I'm always like, Calgary's boring, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But for now, again, standard of living pretty high still, mm-hmm. relatively. relatively. It's somewhat affordable in Canada. The, we ha- we have lots of sun. It mm-hmm. gets cold, yes, in the winter. Yeah. But we, we're less likely to have extreme natural disasters. Yeah. Because we're in like in this like area where, I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah, we can still have them. But compared to other places, it's much less likely. This is true. So it's scary because... I feel like nowhere is safe. Mm-hmm. Nowhere is safe. I mean, yeah. literally these weather patterns are going to impact everybody in some way, yes. shape or form. We have to, I do have to agree with you in a sense that we're a little bit more sheltered. So like people in Calgary, for example, they, they maybe are less like, cause we, we get a little bit of stuff happening here. We had a flood. Yeah. We a had a few f- year, about we, 10 years ago. Yeah, We had a flood a long time ago. We did like this year and every summer we're getting more and more smoky from all the forest fires. So that's happening for us. But, but usually it, that's from, places outside of Calgary. Exactly. So for, for Calgary itself, it's like, we're not getting like, we're not these countries that are these countries, these cities that are like at the crux of like where it's happening, where they're getting shitloads of rain, typhoons, like earthquakes, all of this stuff. That's, and they just keep getting hit year after year after year. And it's like, they're the ones that are feeling the brunt of it. Do you know what I mean? It's so scary. Yeah. Like it's actually, what is going to happen? God damn, Daniel, be scary as hell. It be scary as all hell in tarnation oh. and basket. God damn. What are we going to... I wonder what's the... Like, are people safe in Hong Kong? Like, I need to know this. It doesn't say anything about a death toll. So at least... Oh, wait. It says, as of Friday afternoon, today is what? Monday? Yeah. Not, 119 people have been reported injured from the downpour. So at least like... Four in serious condition, though. Okay. So it's not as mm. catastrophic as the other things like not that it's a good thing but this is obviously a serious situation because we discussed Mm -hmm. like hong kong is a super densely packed place it's a huge business hub there's people everywhere working well and even think about this they're saying that some of the mass transit railway announced that it would suspend services on one of its lines which is a huge deal huge because that's how a lot of people get around so it's like you know underground systems are good in many ways like london has a big underground yeah but for example if london ever flooded the underground would be fucked like you would not be able to go down there oh god damn Goddamn, be scary, Daniels. Be scary as all hell. So yeah, three wonderful stories from around the world about how it's all going when it comes to climate change as we all sit here Mm -hmm. and do nothing about it. Exactly. But I think, you know, before we leave you guys... With the doom and gloom With the doom and gloom, Rose found probably... One of the most epic stories. Before we jump into this next story, I need you to all, if you're eating, maybe stop for a moment. If you are queasy, if you get easily disgusted. You're giving a PSA? Yes. I'm giving a trigger warning because it's kind of a disgusting story. It's hilarious though. But it's kind of funny. I saw it on TikTok and I was like, how did this happen? So basically... (laughs) <laughs> Read the headline, Rose. Read us the headline. Delta flight returns after passenger has diarrhea all in quotations all the way through plane. <laughs> Guys, 
so many questions. No words. So, so many, many questions. questions. So passengers reboard flight to Spain after eight hour delay while social media posts describe flight crew mopping up mess. Like the question is like how much diarrhea did this person have? It's one person. Yeah. Okay. So footage has emerged on the onboard medical emergency that is Wait, of the onboard medical emergency that forced a U.S. airliner back to Atlanta only two hours into its flight to Spain. A messy trail of diarrhea left by a struggling passenger. Oh, that's... Can you imagine? I would never fly again. Listen to this. Maintenance crew spent five hours cleaning the Delta Airlines Airbus. Okay, how much shit was that? I don't understand. I'm just like, I'm like, we've all had diarrhea. We've all had diarrhea. But it's like I, I don't think if I sh- if I diarrhea down a plane that it would take five hours to fucking clean it. I okay. <laughs> Passengers reporting reportedly, including the ones suffering diarrhea, were allowed to reboard oh after an eight-hour delay, making it to Barcelona on Saturday afternoon. Girl, I would not reboard that plane. I'm going home. And honestly, and I'm never get coming out. Yeah, <laughs> if I was the person that diarrheaed all down a plane I, and oh. and then had it turn around and have an eight hour delay for all the passengers who are probably going on holiday to Barcelona. This and literally a literally and figuratively a shitty start to your holiday. <laughs> um, I would not be boarding that plane. Oh. I would be like, I am not showing my face. I, I am. How bad was it? Like, I have so many questions. It's like, were you running to the bathroom? Like, were, yeah. were you trying to get to the bathroom and then it just exploded? Yeah. Were you not wearing panties? Like, were you not wearing pants? Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Were you going commando? So basically, um, yeah, that's what I don't understand as well. Because like, if you're wearing I, underwear and pants, like usually, you, like even if you shit, it's like contained. It is in contained. Your underwear. Exactly. It should be contained unless you're wearing nothing. Rose. I'm sorry. Unless <laughs> you're unless you're wearing like a thong, maybe. But even if you're wearing a thong, like, are you not wearing pants? Like, are like, you wearing well, this a skirt? Is it. Well, this is it. Well, so many questions. And also, like, again. <laughs> Why is it taking the crew five hours to clean it up? How much <laughs> shit are we talking about? Yes, and like, did this person like run all over the plane? Like, like are they just having explosive diarrhea everywhere? Like, was there extreme turbulence and <laughs> it went everywhere? <laughs> like a fucking. I don't get it. You know, you know, one of the things I just had a, like a vision. You know, when like <laughs> hippos when they, they they do this thing to mark their territory where they basically shit and they use their tail to like knock it all around and spin it up in the air. So I'm just wondering if that's what the turbulence was doing. You know, she's just kind of like... Stop it, Daniel. And it's no, like no, no, flying, no. it's splattering on Daniel, people. Daniel, we need to continue. <laughs> I cannot puke at this moment. I like this. I like so, this direct quote. I like this. Yes. The flight crew... Um, we're doing their best to mop yeah. up the mess with paper towel and scented disinfectant. But the only, but but that only had the effect of making the plane quote, and I feel like this is something Rose would say, smell of vanilla shit. <laughs> one passenger said, "I feel like that would be a direct quote from you, Rose." Another described cabin crew placing an absorbent paper runner over the aisle, the pa- and the passengers having to climb over seats to avoid it as they left the plane. How much shit are How we talking much about? Shit is this? I don't understand. And then, so it's so bad that they literally had to turn the plane around because it's a biohazard issue. Mm -hmm. So basically, they had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the plane. I still don't. How is this possible? I don't know. Like, what did you eat? (laughs) Like, how is it? Like, I feel bad for this person. Yeah. But I'm so confused. Like, honestly, I'm sorry. But like, even if I had diarrhea in a plane, I don't think it would take five hours to clean it up. No, like, no, I don't think, I don't know how. Five that... hours, Rose. Five <laughs> hours. I, okay. So I would say. Th- turn the plane around. My whole entire apartment for me to clean top to bottom takes me about three hours. <laughs> 
how has someone shit so much? But it's like, yeah, I'm thinking like the plane is obviously a big plane, but it's yeah. like how there must be a section of which. But you know what might have happened is like as the plane was landing, you know, that it would just kind of roll, roll down. But so they like, put paper towel. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to think of things like guys, honestly, for those of you still listening, explain to me how you guys think. And I want to know because I'm like, like I mean, how is this possible? How did it take the medical or medical, the airplane <laughs> staff five hours to clean up this diarrhea? I just, I, I, I can't understand it. Like I can't understand. Especially I mean, right. If they put paper towel down to like stop it from like dripping down. Well, no, no, no. First of all, how did it even get all over the plane? Yeah. Okay. That's question number one. Like, why is it not contained? Could you not run to the bathroom fast enough? Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Okay. Were you not wearing underwear? Yeah. Okay. Were you wearing pants or a skirt? Like, I need to know all these things. These are uh, these are <laughs> legitimate questions. And even then, like, again, I'm just trying to envision <laughs> just like me shitting. <laughs> if I'm standing and I'm taking a shit <laughs> and it's runny. Yeah. You know, am I, is this person freaking out and running all over the plane and just like, it sounds like it. And just like splattering their shit everywhere. It sounds like she was just running, going crazy. But why? I don't know. I don't get it. This makes no sense. I have. This has to be a joke. Yeah. I have had an incident on a plane once. Like you took a shit. No, no, no. Not, not a, not a back end incident. You took a piss. No. I vomited. Yes. Cause you were hungover. No, I was, (laughs) I I used to get really bad motion sickness when I, when I flew, when I was younger, this one was much younger. Like when I was like young, young. Yeah. And so anytime I'd fly and anytime I'd go on long car rides, I used to get like just really bad. Yeah. Me too. When I was younger. Yeah. But I'm fine now. But when I took this plane, I was flying to the UK and I was going by myself to like stay with my grandparents and stuff. So how old were you? I would have been like probably 14, I think at this time. And as the plane's taking off, so it was really helpful. Like the, you know, the staff was really helpful and they knew I was flying by myself and I was an underage passenger and they're, they take extra care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so basically I was getting up and I was like feeling really, really sick. And I was like, fuck, I need to go to the bathroom. So I went and stood in line for the bathroom. Yeah. But of course there was a fucking line. Did, so I'm didn't like, they have the barf bags? They did, but I, I didn't think you didn't realize. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, was, I thought I'd be able to make it to the bathroom in time as well. So right. I didn't bring the barf, ba- barf bag with me. I was waiting, I was waiting and it was taking so long and I was like, like, and then you puked on the plane and I just threw up on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Oh my Your God. Poor soul. I know. And then the stewardess was really nice about it. I'm like, they just, was cleaned- it a lot of throw up? Uh, fair amount, but it wasn't like not enough all- to be all over the plane no. and having to turn the plane back around. Not enough that I like, yeah. Th- projectile vomit across the whole plane and take people five hours to fucking oh clean God. it up. That's another question. I can't understand five, the five hours. hours. And it says crew, not just one person, a crew of people, five hours. <laughs> If I had a crew of people cleaning my apartment, that would take an hour. I don't understand. If I was this person, I literally would never fly again. I know. Like, I, I think I would be traumatized for life. I know. It sounds like they did have a medical emergency or something. So it's a I, little bit it embarrassing. It was clearly a medical emergency. This is not a normal situation. This is definitely not. Like, how much did you eat? What did you eat? I oh need to God. know. Like, I have had bad diarrhea. You know, we all have had bad We've diarrhea. We've all been there. We've, We've all, all been had there. explosive diarrhea, but have we ever had explosive diarrhea where it exploded all over the plane? No, that's never. I'm thankful to say that that has never happened for me. Um, oh my God. I'm also thankful though. You know what I thought about? Me and you, both of us, knock on wood, neither of us got Bali Belly. I know, right? I'm shocked. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do, but we not got us. strong stomachs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you especially. Yeah. I still get sick sometimes though, obviously. But yeah, I've never, I've never had like, yeah, I'm, I I didn't get Bali Belly the first time mm-hmm. either. 
So there you go. God damn, there you go. We got strong stomachs. We're used to eating from, you know, hole in the wall places. Oh, we I, love built a hole up, in I know we built up our stomach tolerance. Yeah, I love a hole in the wall place. I do so think much. because we eat a lot, like we'll eat like anything as yeah. long as it's vegan. And because we eat like a lot, like of different things. Our body's just used to it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, the microbiome is very diverse. It's very healthy in there. It's very healthy. There's yeah, a lot of like dang. germs in there, you know, good mm. bacteria. You know, anyway, um, so, you know, I, I hope you guys enjoyed the shitty story at (laughs) the end here. I can't guys like you need to, you need to comment Uh, in the section below, like how it would take someone five hours to clean that shit up. Literally. And like, would you fly again if you ever had this situation? Guys, now here's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm never going to go on a plane wearing a thong. (laughs) Full bottom Full underwear, underwear, only. maybe even an adult diaper situation. <laughs> okay, because this can never happen to no. me. No, like the worst thing I could see happening, which I would honestly, this would suck as well, is like if you desperately needed to go, and then you shit your pants. Yeah, and you run to the bathroom and you literally <laughs> shit your pants. But that's what normally it would happen. Like you would shit your pants. Yeah. Why is it getting everywhere? <laughs> I don't know. How? Like, is it just like, I need to know. Like I envision this person like bent over crawling through the <laughs> aisle, just like spewing <laughs> shit out of their ass. Like how? And like, the thing is, these passengers are saying, oh, it smelled like vanilla shit. Tell us more. Yeah. I need to talk to the people that were on the plane. How did this happen? You need to tell us more details. Do, guys, whoever was on this flight, <laughs> I think I it is your know. obligation yes. to society to do some TikToks about it. Yes. I need to know more. I need to know the details because th- like, there are so many questions and everyone's wondering how this happened. Exactly. And like the fact that they couldn't even clean it up with paper towel. Some toxic shit. <laughs> It's some toxic sludge. And on that positive note, yes. hope you guys enjoyed that last story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the end. Yeah, that is so the end. So there you go. So guys, if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, don't forget to hit that follow. That way you get updated as soon as there's new episodes made available. Um, also, if you're watching this video on the YouTube, don't, don't forget to give this video a thumbs up. Um, and also subscribe if you're not already. And leave us some love in the comment section yeah. down below. We do read them, guys. So we appreciate that. And then, uh, of course, check out our Patreon, that pa- Patreon page, guys. <laughs> Patreon. Are you... Are you- Patreon.com slash the Savage Podcast for bonus episodes every single month and ad free content. And you get the episode a week earlier than everyone else. God damn. Yeah. And it only starts, it starts only as see, low I as, can't even talk either. starts as low as $3 a month, yes. guys, which is super cheap and you can't get anything like that anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and yeah. we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.